Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer. There's so much stuff to talk about, and it's just all across the board. And when you get down to it, it's all a, it's all a bunch of distractions, and there's just so much we have to figure it all out. So we're going to go to the Lord in prayer because he has the answers. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you again with grateful hearts in praise and adoration for the great I Am that you are. We thank you, Father, for your many, many blessings, for your love, for your grace, and your mercy upon us. We thank you, Father, that you loved us so much that you provided a way for our salvation, that we might spend eternity with you. All we have to do is to believe and follow you. Father, there is so much corruption, so much evil in this world. It is such a broken world. Help us to have wisdom and discernment and to sift through it all. And then help us, Father, to be the beacon of truth for you. To share your love, your grace, and your mercy to others. And yet, Father, we know there must be justice done. I pray, Father, that you will help this nation. That we will see your justice done. That we will know the truth. And as you have said, the truth will set us free. For as such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I ask that you'll bless today's show. Be with me as I try to sift through this news and bring some common sense to it. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. So, I was Going, I, did, I had to do a little Christmas shopping last night, so I was gone. And I come back, and I turn old telly on, and I'm trying to figure out what was the stark warning, because I didn't hear it. He he was delayed in his speak yesterday once again, and so I didn't hear what the stark warning was. So I'm listening to the news last night. Now, what was the stark warning by the president yesterday? Did I miss something? To all the unvaxxed, you will have a Christmas of death. Was that the stark warning? He rambled on and he coughed and he said he's going to make more COVID tests available, in-home COVID tests, which is for all those who out there who think they need to swab every particle of mucus that comes out of their nose. A waste of time and a waste of money. It's for the, it's fear-mongering, more fear-mongering and probably a little more control over you. But they will eventually attempt Yet more mandates. Perhaps the in-home testing is so that you can 
know whether you'll be allowed to go out or not. Who's making the money off of all these tests, these testing kits? You know, it's a racket, right? They're forcing max vaccines on you. They're withholding treatment to scare you, causing more deaths. That's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. But they're profiting from it. They were backing Pelosi into a corner earlier this week about that. Making money off of it all. Well, the threat of a stark warning from the president. I guess it made great talk show fodder. Blabber, blabber, blabber. <laughs> we talked about it, didn't we? We blabbered about it. We were warned, <laughs> but it didn't happen. Well, Trump is going to hold a news conference come January 6th on 2022. And yet another hoax is funded by a billionaire. We're going to talk about that. And the nerve, I mean the nerve of Elon Musk only paying $11 billion in taxes. I wonder what Lizzie Warren pays or Plastic Pelosi pays or Bernie the Sanders man who has numerous homes that believes in socialism and communism. What do they produce with their millions, with their wealth? I dare say they produce nothing. You know, it's a global world that they want. And they hope to be on the top of that globe. And another news item will be Durham. Again, Durham. (laughs) Durham. Will America ever truly see justice? In my humble little talk show way, my host opinion, my little opinion that doesn't really matter, there has been great acts, great acts every day, not just in this Durham report, but great acts of treason against this country. And heads should roll, and there should be public hangings, But since we're all woke and civilized, we'll let all the criminals run free. Hey, why not? Just let them run the country. That's what's going on. So that's my monologue. It's a little shorter today. (laughs) Well, it's Christmas and all, you know, I'm busy. But I have in my hand the article from American Greatness by Deborah Hine. And that Trump is going to hold a news conference on January, on January, I don't know what language I'm speaking, January 6, 2022, to discuss a rigged 2020 election. Former President Donald Trump announced on Tuesday, that was yesterday, that he plans to hold a news conference in Mar-a-Lago, in Mar-a-Lago, I never can say that, January 6, 2022 the one-year anniversary of the Capitol Hill riot. In a statement, Trump said the real insurrection took place on November 3rd, not January 6th, which was a completely unarmed protest. The former president questioned why the Partisan Select Committee is not exploring the reason his supporters were in the Capitol Hill that day, were on Capitol Hill that day, which was to protest the rigged 2020 election. In his statement, he says, 
And now I'm going to disagree with him just a little bit, and we'll get back to that. Why isn't the unselect, I love his, he's just so funny, the unselect committee of highly partisan political hacks investigating the cause, all in caps, of the January 6th protest, which was the rigged presidential election of 2020? Does anybody notice that they want to stay as far away from that topic as possible? The numbers don't work for them or even come close. The only thing they can do is not talk about it. Look at what is going on now in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, and to a lesser extent, he says, Michigan, where the numbers are horrendously corrupt in Detroit. But the weak Republican rhinos in the Michigan House and Senate don't want to touch the subject. In many ways, he says, a rhino is worse than a radical left Democrat. I do agree with that. Because you don't know where they are coming from, and you have no idea how bad they really are for our country. The good news, he says, is there are fewer and fewer rhinos left as we elect strong patriots into who love America. I will have be having a news conference on January 6th at Mar-a-Lago to discuss all of these points and more. Until then, remember the insurrection took place November 3rd. I'm disagreeing with him with that, and I'll explain that later. It was a completely unarmed protest of the rigged election that took place January 6th. Completely unarmed. That part is true, except they were carrying flags, poles, and stuff. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. So much to cover, so little time to cover it. We'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. And while the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website csetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm, I'm just going to go back just for a second on Trump's announcement that he's going to have a conference on January 6, 2022, to discuss the rigged 2020 election. Now, many of us, most of us, think something happened. <laughs> We don't all know exactly what, but if you go to Mike Lindell's Frank speech, you can kind of watch his videos there and you can kind of get a good idea that it wasn't just one thing. It was numerous things, and yes, it was planned. But I disagree with the president that the insurrection happened November 3rd. I believe the insurrection of this nation happened a long time ago, which is why a man such as him decided he needed to run for president, which is why a president such as him, elected by the people, had so much trouble getting anything done because the deep state was already deep in the state (laughs) and they weren't going to allow someone outside, some outsider of their socialist communist groups to run this country. The insurrection happened probably a little bit every year for the last many, 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 many decades. And now they call us a democracy instead of a republic. They say they want to fundamentally change the United States of America. So, 
I will disagree with him, but I know what his point was. Now, here this came in this morning, and it's in, I didn't uh, read it in its entirety, but just the headline again is telling, and I don't think it's as surprising to anyone, not anyone, because every time Congress passes some kind of huge bill, somebody's getting robbed. But this is coming from the Secret Service. Thieves steal $100 billion in pandemic relief funds. It says nearly $100 billion at a minimum, that's the minimum, has been stolen from COVID-19 relief programs set up to help businesses and people who lost their jobs due to the pandemic, says the United States Secret Service. The estimate they estimate is based, the estimate is based on Secret Service cases and the data from the Labor Department and the Small Business Administration. Roy Dotson, the agency's National Pandemic Fraud Recovery Coordinator, revealed it in an interview Tuesday. Now, how did that happen? Don't they have people watching this money? Don't they have people paying attention? It says while roughly 3% of the 3.4 trillion dispersed, the amount stolen from the pandemic benefits program shows the sheer size of the pot is enticing to the criminals. <laughs> you mean what criminals? What criminals stole that? Was it Pelosi? Was it Schumer? Was it McConnell? What, what, what criminals got into this little Fund pot. One of our Facebook listeners says it was a college football linebacker, or at least one of them. But he hacked in there and got it? <laughs> yeah, so it must not have been too hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, <sorry>. you know, <laughs> that wasn't nice, Rudy. Uh, you know, it's, it's amazing to me, you know, that they, they sit there and they make this money off of us, Congress. And they passed these bills, and of course, you know, one of the, the very first bill, it, it had a tremendous amount of money for the arts. And now who's getting paid from the arts? Oh, wait a minute. It's Biden's son. That's who it is. It's craziness is what it is. Discover the networks. Discover the networks. Go to Discover the Networks and you will find out a whole lot. You know, it was amazing to me that Pelosi, it's not really amazing, but that they can actually follow them. 137 connections she has. Well, they don't even try to hide it. It's, no, they, they don't even they, try they, to hide it. They don't care anymore. We're so stupid we don't care either. Mm. Well, Elon Musk, I'm going to just cover this briefly. And, of course, he's he's in the news a lot lately. And... uh it says he paid a record of $11 billion in taxes this year. Now, people like Lizzie Warren and, and Bernie Sanders and AOC and all, they just don't think he's paying his fair share. Sounds like a fair share to me. <laughs> a fair share of money. You know, what was it you said? He said he'd give it all if they could guarantee it was going to, you know, yeah. do what they say it's going to do. Right. You know, kind of like this money that just got stolen. Can they guarantee it's going to do what they say it's going to do? No. They just expect criminal and corruption and because that is who they are. This man has been in the news a lot lately. I always thought, well, it's Elon Musk. It's Elon Musk. But 
And I wish he'd kind of fund my show. He wouldn't even have to give me $11 billion. I don't even need that much. Now, they're pushing this man back in a corner. What jobs does Elizabeth Warren produce with her monies? Or Nancy Pelosi? Or Bernie Sanders? Or AOC? What have they produced for this nation? Or anybody in Congress? What have they produced? I think some of them wrote books. <laughs> what have they produced? What has Elon Musk produced? What has he done for this nation and for the world? Hmm. What has Zuckerberg done? Well, let me tell you. There was a hoax lawsuit. Well, the lawsuit is real, but what they're suing is a hoax. You remember the state, the horse patrol there in Texas patrolling the border and they were accused of using their reins to whip the illegal aliens coming across there, which was fake. It was false. They were using the reins, but they weren't whipping them with it. They were just controlling the horses so the horses didn't run over these little illegal aliens all running around. Well, Zuckerberg, guess what he did? Because his heart is so good. He funded the pro-amnesty groups that are suing the Border Patrol for whipping. The hoax, you know, the Democrats and the progressives, they're into hoaxes. Anything that makes this nation look bad and promotes what they want. They want all the illegal, they want open borders. They want this nation to go down in the third world country status, and they're doing it quickly. Nothing Joe Biden is doing is by accident. Well, if he gets his reading right, that's an accident. The man is incapable. But the ones that are running this mess, they're getting exactly what they want. Exactly what they want. It's not a mistake. Open borders is not a mistake. Collapsing this country is not a mistake. Taking away your gas and oil and your heat is not a mistake. They're doing it intentionally so you will be forced to bow to what they want. Climate change is a hoax, but they are getting rich on it. And you will have a dark, cold winter on it. And that's the truth. So... The global tax is something that they're after. We've talked about this before. And this is just a really short snippet of an article. Um, I think it actually is from an interview. But this is from the New American. Biden and the globalists are building a global taxation regime. The deep state and its minions are currently erecting a global taxation regime that will eventually fund a one-world technocratic government. That's a great word, technocratic. And this is coming as a warning from the New American Magazine. Alex Newman in the episode of Behind the Deep State. All of the pieces are being put in place right now, including a global minimum tax to prevent labor, business, and capital from escaping to more liberty-friendly jurisdictions as well 
automatic exchange of information so that all of your most private and sensitive financial details can be shared with governments and international agencies around the world. There you go, folks. Bureaucrats working at the organizations leading the charge, such as the OECD and the IMF, do not even pay taxes, ironically. The implications of this deep state ploy are nightmarish, and yet almost nobody is even talking about it. Well, we're going to find this man, and we're going to get him on the air, and we're going to talk about it. I remember Derry Brownfield talking about it. Years ago, they wanted to make a global tax, and it got it got put to the side for a little bit. Globalism is what they want, and I want to talk about that briefly when we come back from this break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. You know, they want your land, too, right? You know that. You don't own land. They do. And we'll be right back. And we have returned. Sometimes I just want to sit and listen to the music. My producer has done such a great job putting that in there. So they are globalists. And that's what your rhinos are as well. They don't care about making America great again. They don't care about make, putting Americans to work again. It's all about the global society. A one world rule as the first George Bush said, the New World Order. As Obama said, we're going to fundamentally change America. You see, they have to bring America down in order to have this global world that they want. Why do they want it? Power. It's all about power. You stop and think about it. What we're seeing is evil. It's just pure evil. And it is running rampant in our own nation, which was once one nation under God, and now the left, the Democrats, want to remove God. The rhinos don't care. They'll pretend, like like Trump said, they'll pretend that they're this or they're that. And uh, then they'll vote whatever way suits the global society, including Roy Blunt. So, Senator Manchin, there's rumors going around now that he might switch parties. I kind of really doubt it. I really do. That would be huge, huge if he did. But then think about it. He's only conservative certain times. You know, he's supposed to be a moderate Democrat. So are we going to fill the Republican Party with moderate Democrats? <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to figure this all out. What's going to happen? You got something to say? Well, right now we need him. I mean, we well, need we him need him to stay. We need him to stay honest. 
Um, I guess Kirsten Cinema must have caved. They must have talked her into caving. So Arizona, what are you going to do about it? Arizona has had several Republicans that have been the same as Democrats, uh, globalists. Uh, John McCain was a globalist. And um, Senator Manchin now, we'll see if he quits the party. He says, I don't know what he will decide to do. This is coming from Eric Mack has written this article. But I do know West Virginia has gotten increasingly red, Senator John Cornyn, the Republican from Texas, said. I think his vote on Build Back Better is reflective of what he's hearing from his constituents in West Virginia. So they do listen just a little bit. I did hear that the coal miners union, at least one of them, I don't know how many there are, maybe more than one, has urged Manchin to vote for the Build Back Better, which I didn't quite understand. I didn't get a chance to read the article, but... No, that doesn't make any sense at all. That is that is a good question for Tuesday with uh, Daniel Daniel back on with us. Durham zeroes in on the Clinton campaign, and it could call some aides to testify. The court memo reveals. Now, this is a a fairly lengthy article, and um, he has several PDFs within the article you have to open, and I'm going to do that. I did not get those printed off, but I will. This comes from John Solomon. John Solomon is, is a true investigator, investigative reporting. But he says Hillary Clinton's team long fought to keep its ties to Christopher Steele's dossier from the public view. But the special counsel, John Durham, is now making clear he has a strong interest in her campaign's behavior during the Russia collusion probe. That was a hoax, remember? The president was impeached over that, and it was a whopping lie. He is even suggesting some of her aides could be summoned as trial witnesses. Durham's earth-shaking revelation came inside a routine court filing this month in the case of Igor Igor Y. Danchenko, Danchenko, a Russian analyst who analyst, I'm sorry, who was a primary source in 2016 for the Steele's new infamous, now infamous dossier. Denchenko has been charged with repeatedly lying to the FBI during the Russia collusion probe and has pleaded innocent. Now, they're going to go in a little deeper on this, and he does in this article, about whether or not the FBI knew that he was lying and took it and ran with it anyway. Well, the Arizona Blake Masters told Newsmax that Biden is trying to destroy this country. Where did you hear that before? I think I've said that. Haven't I said that? They have to. In order to build back better, they have to tear it down. And the build back better that they want is a globalist society. We will become a little dot in the global society. We will no longer be the great America, the United States of America. I don't know if the ones that are pushing this really understand that. We're going to be nothing. Nothing. And, you know, the the ironic thing is that we fund. 
Without our money, the United States money, the UN would not exist. The UN was a mistake from the get-go. <laughs> I remember I was just a little kid, and do you know how long they argued over what table to use for the UN? I mean, this is a group that's supposed to be for world peace, and they can't even, they argued for a long time about what table, what kind of table should it be? A round table, an oval table, a square table, what kind of a, it's crazy. I was just a little kid, so that's what I heard mom and dad talking about. Well, isn't it good that we have so many lawyers in this country? This is another lawsuit, and, and this one is founded. I agree with what he's doing. But Michael Flynn is suing the January 6th committee over the phone records subpoenas. Now, him and Dr. Gorsuch, I heard him last night. He says, they're messing with the wrong person. He said, my family survived communism. We escaped it. They're messing with the wrong person here. And I pray that he's correct. We need some strong men. We need some current day founding fathers that will rise up and say, no, we're not taking it anymore. And then go back to those grievances. Rudy and I have been talking a, a little bit more. We're going to create and we're going to get them printed and uh, postcards that are for you to send cease and desist to Congress, to um, the president, to whoever, even in your state. Whatever you have to do, we're going to do it. We're going to put the cease and desist uh, postcards. We're going to get them printed up. We don't know what we're doing with them yet. That's all the farther we've gotten. But it's going to happen. Will you care enough to send a postcard? If they start, they say Manchin was was holding his ground because West Virginia constituents wanted him to hold his ground, and he knew it. I think that West Virginia was a pretty high percentage that went for Trump in the last election. That's hard not to notice. So, postcards, will you follow those and send them? Yes, Rudy. The coal miner thing, I just looked it up real quick. There are two provisions in the Build Back Better bill. That would benefit coal miners, and one is extending benefits for black lung disease, and the other one was something to do with retraining them for better jobs when they close the mine, which is like, what? Yeah, there was so much stuff in that bill. He did the right thing to vote against it. We need to vote against all those large bills. When we come back, we're going to share a little more with you, and we'll be in our final segment of today's show. I know everybody's getting geared up and ready for Christmas. We are at my house, and I know you are at your house. It's a busy season, but let's take just a moment in the, in the final segment to bring us back to what the reality of Christmas truly is, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark. 
from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled, and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar Chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling one 800 978 6168 and use the promo code Bethann to get 30% off plus free shipping. Hear ye, hear ye. Now is the time for all good Americans to come to the aid of their country. For the past several months, I've been sharing with you a newsletter, Voice of the Patriot. Like Thomas Paine's Common Sense, circulate and share these newsletters with freedom-loving Americans, friends, neighbors, family. Beginning with Voice of the Patriot newsletter number six, start sharing with your elected officials. We must take steps to restore our republic. As nightfall does not come at once, neither does oppression. In both instances, there's a twilight where everything remains seemingly unchanged. And it is in such twilight that we must be aware of change in the air, however slight, lest we become unwitting victims of the darkness, tyranny. We're burning daylight, America. Tomorrow might be too late. Request your copy of Voice of the Patriot today. Send a self-addressed stamped envelope to CSE Talk Radio, Post Office Box 73, California, Missouri, 65018. My name is Elmer Heinrich. My company owns and sells Immuno 150, the best nutritional supplement on the market today, bar none. No other nutritional product compares because... Immuno 150 contains 9 exotic fruits, 13 vitamins, 17 herbs, 18 amino acids, and 70 plant-derived trace minerals, plus aloe vera, COQ10, all the omegas, biflavonoids, and more. The 70 trace minerals are the key. Most nutritional products contain no more than 15 minerals because they come from fruits and vegetables. Now, if you want to improve your immune system, call 888-316-2224 or visit Immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. Again, that phone number is 888-316-2224.
the charge of listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is coming from uh, Jerry Newcomb. He wrote this, uh, and I found it in uh, WorldNet Daily. Christmas inspiration from the presidents. And I could save this for tomorrow or, or for Friday, but I have a special show planned for Friday. But um, he's quoting presidents, what they had to say for Christmas, a Christmas message to us, the people. He says, for many of us, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas is special for old and young. He says, as Charles Dickens once observed, for it is good to be children sometimes and never better than at Christmas when its mighty founder was a child himself. Several American presidents have made interesting observations about Christmas. He says, John Calvin Coolidge, who was the 30th president, was a man of few words, and he noted that Christmas, this is the quote, Christmas is not a time nor season, but a state of mind, to cherish peace and goodwill, to be plenteous in mercy, is to have the real spirit of Christmas. If we think on these things, there will be born in us a Savior, and over us will shine a star sending its gleam of hope to the world. That was kind of, kind of cute little message. During World War II, on Christmas Eve 1943, the 32nd President, Franklin D. Roosevelt, said this, I can say to you that at last we may look forward into the future with real substantial confidence that, however great the cost, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, can be and will be realized and and insured. He also went on to say, in 1942, it says, as I write this, I'm looking at my dad's edition of the Pocket New Testament. Now, they used to give that to the military. Maybe they still do. I don't know. I know they didn't let them take them with them uh, in the Middle East, at least for a time they didn't. He said it was actually issued by the Army, even though his dad was in the Navy. And he said the mini-Bible included a foreword by the commander-in-chief, which was Roosevelt, which he wrote, Throughout the centuries, men of many faiths and diverse origins have found in the sacred book words of wisdom, counsel, and inspiration. Somehow, he said, it's hard to picture today's military issuing a copy of a Bible to the armed forces. Did you receive a a testament when you were in? You did not. Well, he goes on here with Harry S. Truman then, who was the 33rd president of the United States. In 1945, his Christmas address was, Let us not forget that the coming of the Savior brought a time of long peace to the Roman world. It is therefore fitting for us to remember that the spirit of Christmas is the spirit of peace, of love, of charity to all men. From the manger of Bethlehem came a new appeal to the minds and hearts of men. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. He went on to say that the love is the answer to our world's needs, and love is the found, love is found in that baby in the manger. He went on to say, this is the quote, 
in love, which is the very essence of the message of the Prince of Peace, the world would find a solution for all its ills. I do not believe there is one problem in this country or in the world today which could not be settled if approached through the teaching of the Sermon on the Mount. The poets dream the lessons of priests and patriarchs and the prophets. Visions of new haven, new heaven, and a new earth. All are summed up in the message delivered in the Judean hills beside the Sea of Galilee. Would that world would ex, would, would that the world would accept the message in this time of its greatest need. He said for just one example of a nugget to found to be found in the Sermon on the Mount is the golden rule when Christ teaches as universal application, meaning being kind to one another. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. No wonder our third president, he said, Thomas Jefferson, although not orthodox of his understanding of Christian doctrines, understood that no one taught morality better than Christ. The woke haven't got a clue, do they? Jefferson said, Of all the systems of morality, ancient or modern, which have come under my observation, none appear to me so pure as that of Jesus. Surely the golden rule would be an example of that, he goes on to say. Not not Thomas, but but the writer of this article. The 34th president, which was Dwight Eisenhower, noted in 1954, he said, This year, even as 2,000 years ago when the Prince of Peace was born into the world, the drums of war are still. Mankind's unquenchable hope for peace burns brighter than for many years. As I light the nation's Christmas tree, God rest you, let nothing you dismay. Now, there were words in between that. He didn't give the entire quote there. And he goes on to quote the 40th president of the United States, Ronald Reagan. Back in 1983, he addressed, said, Some celebrate Christmas as the birthday of a great teacher and philosopher. But to other millions of us, Jesus is much more. He is divine living assurance that God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son so that by believing in him and learning to love each other we could one day be together in paradise. And he ends his article with Amen and Merry Christmas. We always read the... um, story of Luke, of Christ's birth, before we open gifts. Now, some, I will admit, there have been some Christmases where it got left out. But as a rule, we still try to do that. And yes, the children want you to hurry up so they can open their presents. But eventually they understand that it isn't about the lights. It isn't even about which day of the year it truly is. It's about Christ in your heart. It's about the greatest gift that was ever given, the gift of Jesus Christ, our salvation. For unto us a child is born. 
But it isn't just a baby in a manger. I led a musical one year where I told them when we set up the scene, I want a shadow of a cross across that manger. Because you see, it's about him, the great king. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I'm going to close with a little song here. We're just going to snippet of it. It's something I sang back when I was in my 30s. Come, let us worship the king. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads, a divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is, again, the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit to PreserveTheNation.com to begin that restoration. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes... I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency.